welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Monday, the 27th of March, with me, Bernadette Anderko. Today, we'll cover the usual markets roundup. And then, as usual, at the start of the week, I'm joined by our head of technical analysis, Mensor Pachinti, to see what's hot in the charts right now. But first, let's start with an update from the markets. Last Friday, Deutsche Bank saw a sell-off in its US-listed shares after the German lender's credit default swaps jumped, adding to lingering fears of contagion from turmoil seen in the banking sector. European equity markets closed down on Friday. Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis President Neil Kashkari said that recent bank turmoil has increased the risk of US recession, but that it was too soon to judge what that means for the economy and monetary policy. U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, in commentary delivered over the course of the week, both aim to assure investors that the U.S. banking system remains stable and supported. Despite volatility related to the Federal Reserve's latest interest rate hike and the ongoing banking crisis, Wall Street ended its session on Friday with all three major indices higher to record a winning week, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average gaining 1.2% for the week, while the S&P 500 and Nasdaq Composite fared even better, with the S&P up 1.4% and the Nasdaq 1.7%. The US Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation has announced this morning that First Citizens Bank and Trust Company will buy Silicon Valley Bank's deposits and loans, while around $90 billion in securities and other assets will remain in receivership for disposition by the FDIC. The 17 former branches of Silicon Valley Bridge Bank National Association will open as First Citizens Bank and Trust Company today. In the Treasury market, in Friday's US trading session, yields ended lower for a third day, with the two-year down seven basis points and the 10-year down five basis points. This morning, US two-year yields are up two basis points to 3.79%, while the 10-year yields are steady at 3.38%. In commodities, oil extended a weekly gain as the US considers more support for banks. Over in Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index dipped 0.67% and the Hang Seng Tech Index fell 1.64% this morning. In mainland China, the Shanghai Composite has fallen 0.88% and the Shenzhen component dropped marginally. Sentiment in China was dented by industrial profits data registering a decline in the first two months of the year as factories had yet to fully recover from a COVID-induced slump. It's a bit more positive in Japan this morning with the Nikkei 225 and the topics both up just shy of half a percent this morning. Coming up this week, multiple Federal Reserve officials will speak. A key measure of US inflation is due and there are renewed geopolitical tensions with Russia to station tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus. Authorities are said to be considering expanding an emergency lending facility for US banks in ways that would give First Republic Bank more time to shore up its balance sheet. Looking to today, the euro stocks and DAX futures indicate a positive open, but the screens are red elsewhere in Europe. That's it for the wrap. Now, Mensur, what should we be watching out for from a technical perspective this week? Good morning from my side. I would suggest we focus at the centre of the current volatility U.S. banks. So when we look at the U.S. banks index, we see that it has declined by 41% from its peak uh, last year. Nevertheless, when you look at the chart, basically we are seeing that prices are back at the levels of 2015, which suggests to us that there is plenty of support around current levels. So we would expect the sector to see some consolidation, but nevertheless urge investors here not to bottom fish as the pattern here remains weak and most likely the sector will uh, remain volatile and uh, most likely underperform the overall market. So if Banks are stabilizing. Um, 
maybe it makes sense to take a look at gold. So gold, of course, always profits if there is a run on the banks. And when we look at gold, we have here an interesting pattern. So in the last week, gold traded for three days intraday above 2,000 US dollar. But interestingly, it has failed to close above this level, this psychological important level. So what is the picture telling us right now? In gold, we have a medium-term momentum peak. So this indicates to us at least a consolidation. Uh, for a confirmation of a peak, we would need to see a decline below 1,928 and 1,860. Nevertheless, we are watching gold very closely, and investors should watch uh, gold very closely as well, because the level of 2,000 US dollars is very important, and the sustainable break above this level would indicate to us that the price pattern of two, since 2020 has been a consolidation and maybe uh, not the peak in second round. So uh, we are watching gold here closely. For the time being, we remain here on the sidelines. So with all this, what does it mean for equities? When we look at the S&P 500, it remains here uh, in, a, in a volatile short-term period. Nevertheless, uh, when we look at the pattern, we see that the S&P 500 is above its 200-day moving average. Short-term momentum is improving. Nevertheless, for a sustainable improvement, we need to see the index rise above 4,120, 4,200. The key levels on the downside are at 3,900 and 3,800. Thanks very much, Mensa. So the message there, don't bottom fish and watch gold closely. Thank you very much for that. Well, this concludes today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Join us again tomorrow to find out what's moving markets. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Wealth Insights is a podcast series where Julius Bear experts discuss topics from a wealth management perspective, whether it's starting a business, preparing for retirement or transferring wealth to the next generation, our experts provide answers to the relevant questions. Available now on all good platforms, search for Wealth Insights on your favourite podcast player.